Hello, I'm the general manager of this radio station. And today is Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. In an effort to celebrate religious diversity and promote goodwill toward other faiths, we've brought in a member of the Jewish community to offer our Jewish listeners a greeting for the new year. Hey, hey, happy new year! Oi! The band Smash Mouth is facing backlash for performing in front of hundreds of people who didn't have on masks. So this is at the Sturgis uh, Motorcycle Rally. One of the band members can even be heard saying uh, to the crowd, um, F coronavirus. Somebody once told me the virus was baloney. He ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. I was feeling kind of numb with a burning in the lungs. And I said, I don't think that it's COVID. Well, she'll start coming and the don't stop coming. Feeling short of breath like I just went running. Did it make sense to stay home? No fun. Instead, when not affected everyone. So much to guess. That was a surprise. No one expected that to happen. Skin cancer? Wow. By all accounts, Jimmy Buffett was a nice guy, as opposed to Steve Harwell. <laughs> Coming up cheesecake. He's making the knee shake. All of the old folks off at the mall. Checking the CDs No, they never say please Just waiting for the early bird special to come They're Wasting away again in good old Holiday Searching for the false teeth they left in a glass How dare they claim that there's a dark horse to blame But they know it's their own damn fault They're shoving in line to get the early bird on time Pushing just as hard as they can And once they are seated They get overheated And start stuffing rolls and sweet and low in their bags Wasting away again in good old Hollandale Looking for that long-lost pattern of you And how dare they say that it's a ball of prunes a day But for some An enema in the blues The old folks don't know the reason Nothing is pleasing Their muscles ache and their teeth just don't fit But what does it matter When they call up Neil and chatter I hate you Neil and never listen to your show Wasting away again in good old holiday Just a box of metamucil and a radio 
Buffett tribute and the comedy bit about Flotta. Hi, everybody, it's Britt Summers on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon. Oh, well, oh, hold on. I am not on Stitcher. Stitcher is no longer in existence. Patreon, SoFlo Channel, ACAST, Ra- Radio Public, these are still in existence. Uh, listen Notes, Zencaster, and Substack. Uh, so uh, you'll find me on there somewhere. Your best bet is to go on my website, thebritsummershow.com, which is uh, has the uh, this week's episode, the latest episode installed. And uh, click on it there, take you into my SoundCloud page. And on my SoundCloud page, you want to hear the show, that's your best bet out of all of them. Just go into SoundCloud, and you'll find my show right there. Uh, it's also, like I said, the uh, Substack page, which I really, really like, the Substack. Uh, you'll find the show, all the shows neatly displayed in order for you, at least when I left it the other day, it looked that way. So you'll find everything there. And I'm broadcasting live from the hotbed of hatred, Flada. Oh, God. Everybody's moving. Everybody's me. Uh, um, Nicole Sandler. She's going, well, you know, it could be points raised about Arizona, but that's where she's going. Uh, personally, if uh, I had the money to do it, I'd go north. I'd go straight up north. I'd point, point, point the car to Canada just to get out of here. Uh, Canada or New York or Connecticut. Uh, I'd even settle for New Jersey just to get the hell out of this state. Uh, so she's leaving. Along with uh, last report, up to almost seven thousand school teachers are fleeing the state because of this madman that is is uh, taken uh, being uh, whatever it is, and and uh, they're being replaced by Filipinos. Now, uh, I'm going to have Robin Bartleman on on the show. I don't know when because it's really up to me. And I never know when to schedule anything. Robin Bartleman is a very smart woman and a lot smarter than me. And she might have some insight on the Filipinos that are being that are replacing the teachers here. I, I have not seen anything. I saw that one blurb a long time ago. Uh, and that was it. And I haven't heard anything else. Uh, Rick Hoy, another guy I'd like to get on the show. Uh, he, he, he's a teacher. He mentioned it to me. He, he noticed the sudden influx of Filipinos filling our schools as teachers. And uh, he doesn't know if they have any college training or whatever it is. But, he, you know, he, they do take orders and uh, don't ask questions. And that's one of the reasons he's probably flying them in. And who knows if they're legal or not. Now, I'm not putting down Filipinos, but uh, no one's reporting on it. So maybe she has some inside uh, scoop. Maybe she has the bird's eye lowdown on what's going on with that. And uh, we'll have her on uh, when I get around to it. Because I have to make the schedule. And I don't want to be rude and not be there. Or or I have to be awake. Especially now, the way I feel, uh, I have to be awake. Uh, Everybody died. But by time, listen to this, man. Uh, Bob Barker, I didn't, uh, Bob Barker died weeks ago, but I never got around to it, but yes, Bob Barker, uh, he, and, and I was reading about, well, wait a minute, Bob Barker, Truth or Consequences, I have that somewhere, yeah, there it is, there it is.
Barker, he had a pet. He hated uh, Samoans. <laughs> and it was always a mystery to me on why. It's like, who hates Samoans? Uh, <laughs> I have to go a long way to, to have a, a, a bad feelings about Samoans. As far as I know, they never heard of it. They never, they never stole a freight train. Why get mad at the Samoans? Well, here's what happened. I finally found out there was an article upon his death that was, that was published, and it mentioned the thing about the Samoans. Okay, so here it goes. On one of the early prices, writes, and it wasn't the Samoans' fault because they tell that you know they have the pre pre-show tests. They tell the contestants on that show to get excited and act as stupid as you can. Jump up and down, wave your flail your arms crazy and act as happy and dumb as you can. You know, and that's part of get, getting a gig on that uh, show. And uh, Samoans uh, so happen to be quite large. They're large people. And uh, on one of the early prices rights uh, with, with him, uh, you know, I hate that, that they, they, they rule out from 1956 to 1965, the Price is Right was on for all that time, weekday editions and weeknights uh, with Bill Cullen. And they never talk about that. But anyway, yeah, yeah, Bob Barker was doing in the 60s a Truth or Consequences. Uh, and, and then there was a long uh, hiatus because I guess they couldn't find a, a host. And uh, they wanted Bob Barker, but he was still under contract. Somehow they worked it out and he, was, he wound up doing both shows. But a Samoan got very, very excited one day and almost broke Bob Barker's foot from jumping <laughs> up and down. Yes, oh, that hurt, Bob Barker. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I noticed this because many years later when he got the gray hair, I remember uh, the contestants were winning, you know, in, in, the, in a lower area. They won the, you know, come on down. They came on down. And I remember he remarked, he said, yes, yeah, more Samoans, eh? Like, and I'm like, why did he say that? Now I know. They also heard him in uh, several other shows accidentally. And that's actually the producer's fault because they tell him to act crazy, jump up and down. And these people are big. And as it turns out, they hurt Bob Barker. He was injured by them. So, no, he did not like Samoans. And, and it was interesting that this was, I think this article was in the Washington Post. <laughs> That's interesting they published that. Because they had this uh, affair with one of, one of Barker's babes, or whatever they called it, Barker's girls, uh, one of the models on there. Uh, he, did, he admitted it, she admitted it, and it's still an alleged affair. And it was very consenting on both parts. But she saw money, uh, you know, the, uh, the money signs went in her eyes, cha-ching, cha-ching. <clears throat> and uh, so she started uh, suing him. I, I forgot how that wound up. Maybe they settled. But they both admitted it. And uh, it was called Barker's Babes. or Bar I forgot what it was called. He had two of them on there. And, uh, yeah, I, I used to watch that I mean, back in the day I, when I was a kid. Uh, I burned out on it. You know, as you get older, you burn out on it. You see people jumping up and down. There was a game show that was, uh, it wasn't on long, but it was, I really liked it. It was one of my favorites. Uh, it was called Split Second with uh, Tom Kennedy. You probably can find it on YouTube. Um, it, it, it was, he just won a car. That was it. It wasn't a bunch of prizes. It was, people would go there to win a car. And they'd have different models of different makes or whatever it was. And being a car junkie, I, I, I loved it. It was fun for me to see what they were winning. Most of the time, they won a Vega. <laughs> That's around the time they were on. <laughs> or a Pontiac Sunfire. Uh, and all the cars were the same color. They were all red or they were all yellow. Or whatever. It was interesting. And uh, something you may not know, that when they gave cars away, or they give them away on the news shows, you don't get the car. You have a choice. You can get the car, pay the taxes, whatever it is. Or you can get the cash equivalent of the car, which most people settle for. Uh, so that's what that was. It was actually a half-hour car ad. So it was pretty smart. I think Monty Hall pro produced it or something. 
But that, that, it was only on for a couple of years. Uh, yeah, split second. I, I got to look on YouTube to see that if that's still around. I mean, there is a. You know, I mean, we could get into game shows uh, at another time. Uh, why not get into it now? Hmm, that's a thought. You know, in honor of Bob Barker, <laughs> I'd rather talk about Bob Barker than uh, DeSantis. And we lost. Uh, who else did we lose? We lost the Dream Weaver, Gary Wright. Oh, did I get sick of that song? Wasn't that man's fault? But boy, did radio kill that song. Over and over and over. It was like the water drip torture. Uh, oh, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, well, Dreamweaver. And of course, uh, Jimmy Buffett, which we're going to get back to a little bit later on the show. And you know, prior to that, uh, Gary Wright was, uh, I think he was lead singer for the Prog Rock FM radio back in the early 70s. Spooky Tooth. Yeah, I'm only going to play a piece of it, but you, you can tell that this is him. There's Gary Wright. Long before uh, Dreamweaver. Guess I'll have to get out of this town. No sense in my waiting around. Only thing left for me here is pain. She's gone for sure, now why pretend? Left last night with a friend. Living not a word that would explain. Spooky Tooth from 1969. How come I'm not talking about politics yet? Well, I'm about to pound my fist again. Fasten your safety bells, because here I go. DeSantis, again. He won't stop. He won't stop. He won't stop. And there's nothing, there's nothing we can do to stop him. The old farts in the villages, I hope you're very, very happy. You have destroyed the state of Florida. The villages are going to go down in history as the uh, development, the old fart development that actually took down a state with their bitter anger, <laughs> their bigotry, white power. There you go, white power. And their hatred, and jealousy for the youth in the state. And their ignorance when it comes to LGBT. Yeah, Florida goes down as one of the worst states to live in, in the history of this country. And it's, you know something, there's a lot worse states, but right now, it's murder, literally. Uh, DeSantis is hiring uh, cops from other states that have been fired uh, for disobeying orders, for uh, unlawful use of force. Uh, you name it. You know, the gamut goes down. Everything. And uh, he has a search going for uh, all of these uh, bad cops. 
He wants to fill this state with bad cops. I wonder how the good cops feel about that, all two of them. But yeah, the bad cops. Uh, he wants it. If you're a bad cop, or if you got fired, or if you're having trouble in your police station, or whatever it is, uh, DeSantis will pay a bonus. He'll pay you a bonus, a travel bonus, to live in this state. He'll give you a job and whatever it is, and then you could use uh, unnecessary force on any black person you want. That's what this is all about. He's going to put the bad cops, the intolerable cops, in the black sections. And uh, at least that's what he wants to do. But that's what this is all about, ladies and gentlemen. He is a, he's not just a dictator. He's all around... Uh, he, he makes, if he goes after, if he starts building camps, okay, he's going to make Hitler look like a, a, a child's play. He's going to outdo him. I, you know, everybody, including myself, we were all comparing him to Trump, you know, cause he's doing the little okay signs with his hands and he wears the blue suit with the red tie. Like, look at me. I look, I look just like uh, Trump. Yeah. No, you don't. You look like a sweaty upper lip, a douchebag. If he starts building camps here, and don't don't laugh, because I wouldn't put it past him. Would you put it past him after all of this? And he's hiring bad cops. He already has a private army, the black shirts. He already has his own SS. So he's, <laughs> how can you stop him? Uh, can, can the feds stop him from doing this? Uh, I mean, absolutely disregarding the United States Constitution for everything, violating everybody's rights except for middle-aged white guys. I mean, come on. What can be done? Papa Joe, is there anything that we can do to get rid of this guy? I mean, I don't know if you can have a governor removed for breaking constitutional law. But if anybody has been doing that, it's him. Yeah, so if you're a bad cop, if you committed murder while on duty, and you know, you know, one of these cops that uh, pulled over a, a black person for having a broken taillight and then killed them right away, uh, you'll be okay here in Florida. We're not going to do nothing to you. Keep that in mind. And in the uh, shooting in Jacksonville, the Nazi hate bigoted fucker in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, nobody attributes this mindset. This hateful Nazi mindset to radio. Uh, that's what's going on. It's like everybody wrings their hand. I've been watching this on, uh, uh, you know, like uh, MSNBC. And they have the pundits on there and all this. Well, for some reason, this is all getting around. Even with social networking, it's not really the social networking. You know, when they're home, okay. When they're looking at their phone, yeah. But when they're in their car, which they spend a lot of time. And they spend a lot of time uh, on their jobs. Uh, for example, UPS drivers, FedEx drivers. All they got is a AM radio, baby. Uh, cops, they just got an AM radio. And that's that. And they listen all day to the hate. To the, 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 the uh, vein popping in the neck. Hatred about uh, you name it. Anybody but middle-aged white guys. They're the only ones that get a pass, okay? Maybe, maybe in Miami-Dade, Cubans, they get a pass too. But uh, can you imagine that? A world filled with just uh, soft, uh, paunchy, middle-aged white men. <laughs> that's all. That's, <laughs> that's, that's their utopia. Yeah, that's what they want. They don't like women. They don't like blacks. They don't like Jews. That's right. They don't like Jews. And if there's any more Jews out there that are Republican, registered Republicans, you are suicidal, my friend. You are ready to go and uh, you're the type of person, a Jew, that would uh, sell out your mother or sell out your family for a loaf of bread. That is called a Sonder Commander Jew. They had them in World War II. The sellouts. And that the uh, traitors, the backstabbers, that's a Republican Jew. Uh, the ones they had in World War II, they thought they would be given a, a pass. Uh, nothing would happen to them because they were helping out the Nazis, right? Turns out that, nope, they said, right this way and head right into the showers. They didn't, they didn't care who it was. They lied to them. But some, for some reason, these self-hating Jews hate themselves so much they, they register themselves with a party 
that uh, not only stands with the white nationalist Nazi movement in this country, but endorses it. It's like uh, speaking as a trans woman. This bullshit artist, uh, Caitlyn Jenna, who uh, luckily is very quiet lately, who occasionally wants to run for orifice for some reason and waste her money. I get the spilkies calling him her. He's always a him, Bruce Jenner. Uh, <laughs> sorry, he's just a, the world's biggest fucking douchebag. And uh, that's he's a Republican. What do you think they're going to do? Uh, 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 come on down to Florida, Bruce. Although he'll be he'll be treated nicely because he's got money and he can uh, send it to uh, DeSantis. But the thing is, if he didn't have money, he'd be put in the same trap that uh, we're all in. That part-time cross-dresser, Bruce Jenner. Uh, it's just that's where we're at. An, an entire party endorses Nazism right here in the United States. It happened. It actually happened thanks to Don. He let that happen. And that's why they love him. Back after this. The Fritz Summers Show. Hey, beat the swinger, all right swinger. Beat the swinger, all right swinger. You know who sang that jingle? You know who wrote and sang that jingle for the Polaroid camera in 1965? It was another one. And he doesn't do it in his concerts. He he does his other jingles in the concerts. But yeah, that was Barry Manilow. Damn, I wrote so many jingles. You know, here's, here's something from the weird file of the weird... <laughs> Weird news, and, and maybe it'll come up later because it might have something to do with all these trials coming up. But here, here's something that's not on the news that I'll tell you that you'll only hear on the Brit Summer Show right here. Don uh, transferred all the ownership to uh, Mar-a-Lago to Don Jr. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Mar-a-Lago is now owned by Don Jr. <laughs> Not him. He relinquished the property. <laughs> Skipped right over Eric. Well, gee, Dan, I'm sitting right here. Uh, <laughs> so he gave it to his cokehead uh, kid. I wonder how much of that uh, property will go up his nose. Well, most of the, the, the uh, uh, mansions along Palm Beach in Miami are either a Russian mob or coke dealers anyway. So he'll fit right in. But yeah, he he, uh, he no longer owns Mar-a-Lago. I wonder what, what kind of a maneuver that is. Well, I guess we're going to find out someday. So how's it going with uh, Joe Biden Jr., huh? How's that, how's that going along? <laughs> you know that guy James Comer, the little hick from Kentucky who's been uh, going after Joe Biden Jr.? Uh, <laughs> He was accused, again, all these Republicans have the same thing. He was credibly accused by his college girlfriend of violence, psychological abuse, threatening her life, driving her to a clinic to abort their child. And did they think because the story broke seven years ago, it had fallen off the internet? No. No! I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, they have no evidence, and the worst that can be proven is that he was a drunk. Okay. Uh, so what? I feel bad because the good son died. They should uh, hold a vigil for Joe Biden because uh, he got stuck with the dummy. But did he do anything wrong? No. No. Uh, they're just trying to discredit Joe Biden. And uh, James Comer is an 
asshole. Yes. Here's my story. It's strange but true. About a machola that I once knew. He took his pushka and ran around to every single shtiebel in town. with their greatest hits album, Sock Hop at the Synagogue. Yes, Rosh Hashanah has reformed to bring you 12 kosher cuts of hop and Hebrew hijinks. That guy isn't good for Jews. This album should be in every Orthodox rocker's collection. Rolling Stone gives it five stars of David. Did I wonder, wonder, did him, did did who, who wrote the book of Job? Sock Hop at the Synagogue, new from Rosh Hashanah, available at all record stores. We'll talk price when you get here. Don't pass over this album. The Hebrew. The Brit Summer Show. Let's start the fun. Turn the jingles on. This time, I try to go back to a crazy little thing called a sugar shack. It's a buffet table made of fronds and wood. It's a falafel ball, still looking pretty good. And that's one reason why I've got to get back to that sugar shack. Or maybe to that sugar shack. The whole Katzimush Pucker is there waiting for me. Hey, hey. They're all hacking at China about those bad memories. They have bundled bread chopped liver and lots of locks. You never saw so much food, it'll make you plots. 
And that's another reason why I gotta get back to that Chunker Shack. Oi, baby, to that Chunker Shack. Oi, a clock to that Chunker Shack. Oi, baby, to that Chunker Shack. Bottom of the hour at the Brit Summer Show, at least I'm guessing. But what I have coming up for the special segment of, uh, of this week uh, is the Brit Summer's obituary segment uh, because of Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I had a favorite song by him that I'm going to play in just a few seconds. But then after that, I'm going to play the parody of it that I did. But I have to tell you the whole story when I get back. You got your Take a few tips, make it feel all right Rock it and roll it on a living stuff Saturday night You could wash and you just got paid With any luck at all, you might even get laid Cause they're picking and are kicking on a living stuff Saturday night So won't you listen to the sound of a hot country band Who heals the shuffling on the dance floor sound This is my favorite song by Jimmy Buffett. Funny, this one doesn't get a lot, it doesn't get a recognition. Uh, I don't think it ever charted, but uh, I like it because it kind of rocks. And I like things that rock. Um, I tried my hand at it in uh, 1991, which is what, 400 years ago. Back when I just had, <laughs> I have to point this out, because uh, at the time there was no karaoke of that song. A lot of the music that I had to do, the reason I had to do my own music, one of them is, reasons, is because uh, it, there was no karaoke of it anyway, so I had to make my own. And if there was, it sucked. And it also, it, it, was, it had sing tracks on it. it was, you could, they didn't take them off back then. So yeah, I wound up having to do all my music all these years. And this is back in the day when I still sounded amateurish. I had, uh, in my first studio, a four-track cassette, a Kai. <laughs> it was just uh, a little cassette to play with four channels. And a Roberts reel-to-reel, which 
I can't remember why I was using that. My guitar that that I have now, and a Sears keyboard, and that was it. It was very very crude sounding. I had crude uh, tools to do it. Uh, but at the time, uh, we had this uh, community outrage over a married couple down here. It's not even important, but I have to tell you this to understand, so you understand what this bit is about. It's seriously dated. Kathy Willits, okay? She was a woman who uh, liked sex a lot and uh, would take a payment for it or uh, whatever. Uh, and her husband was a Broward County Sheriff. Now, what they would do is <laughs> would uh, set it up so that the, uh, I don't know if it was the uh, client or just somebody that wanted a, a fucker, I don't know. Uh, the uh, sheriff guy would uh, hide in a closet, okay? And he would videotape them having sex, okay? I, I, they may have been wanting to use it for uh, blackmail, but I, I don't think so. I just think they were that stupid because they, they were getting off on the, on the tapes. Uh, anyway, that scandal got out, and uh, the, everybody was looking for the list. The list of uh, names going up all the way up to Jim Noggle that were having sex with, uh, was it Jim Noggle? Uh, whoever the mayor of Fort Lauderdale was, he was in on it. Uh, everybody around town <clears throat> was... Uh, Having a a, a, a spooge do with Kathy Willis. And believe me, she was no prize. I don't know what they saw in her, but it was a thing, okay? You, probably, you could probably look her up on the internet. But she's a modeled skin, you know, that sort of thing. Kind of looks, looks like the way I look right now. So I never understood it. A lot of other people didn't, but it was funny at the time that they were having all this stuff going on. So I, there was no shortage of bits for me to do about Kathy Willits. Uh, I did Kathy's Clown. I did uh, The List. I did so many of them. And I did this one here to my favorite, Jimmy Buffett song. Have you heard about the girl who needs it eight times a day? The guys are all excited because we just got paid. And we're going to be Tamarack and party down with Kathy tonight. You have to take a number if you want to get laid. With any luck at all, she might give it away. And we're going to be Tamarack and party down with Kathy tonight. There's a guy in the closet with a camera in his hand. He may be a cop, but he says he understands. On the floor, on the wall, doing in the pool. If your hormones are bubbling, it's the thing to do. I'll spend about 20, and that's alright. Cause I'll be going out to Tamarack and party down with Kathy tonight. Maybe two That was me and my little dinky, uh, my little Jackson dinky guitar. And I did some good licks on that. Uh, I, I was on the Nicole Sandler show last week and uh, got a lot of nice, very nice compliments uh, on my work. Uh, especially on that Jethro Tull thing I did. <laughs> Maybe I'll play it after, uh, after this. But uh, it felt nice because I worked really, really hard on those bits. Sometimes those bits would take two, maybe three days. I'd be up till three, four in the morning or five in the morning because I get to work on it maybe about 11 in the morning and I'll be working so hard on it. I look up at the clock and it's like 4 a.m. 
uh, that's how dedicated I was, and I loved loved it so much. And uh, so, and, and you gotta keep in mind, um, I, I'm not a pianist. I had to learn the piano, so um, <laughs> that's what I was doing back then. You were listening to a learning curve on the piano, guitar. I already knew that, but that was it. And then drums. Uh, I had a drum kit in my house at that time, but I couldn't use it because it didn't sound good. Uh, on, the, on it, it sounded crappy uh, live. So the drum machine uh, did it. Anyway, I'm profoundly grateful to everyone who has uh, contributed to this show, the self-supported show, and of course my dedicated underwriter and special sponsor of the show, Ernie! Thank you, Ernie. Hey, you know what time of the century it is, boys and girls? It is the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, of which the uh, Saudi royals are still enjoying their land and buildings that still stand, and they should have been uh, should have been a greasy oil spot left over from there, and uh, Iran should have been left alone. But no, Saudi Arabia, oh, they're fine. And there's been talk about the... Uh, I don't know what is it, Gen Z, uh, the new the, the kids now having weren't even bored in 9/11, uh, and they don't know what it is. Well, uh, it's easy. I mean, you could at home you could any Netflix, uh, Hulu, whatever you want. There's something about Pearl Harbor on there somewhere, and you could see how our country responded against fascism. Uh, and then you could show them 9-11 and how we just sat on our big fat asses and didn't do a goddamn thing. Some people uh, enlisted right away thinking they would be able to defend our country, but that's not where they sent them. They sent them to uh, Iraq and the fucking Afghanistan, but not to the actual guilty perpetrators of that atrocity. Uh, and that would be the Saudi Arabians. <clears throat> Nothing happened to them, as you can see, they're doing well. And they're working hard to <clears throat> make Joe Biden lose next year by jacking up all the uh, <clears throat> oil prices, which we have control over, but we choose not to do that. Yeah, so you could show the kids Pearl Harbor. Or those movies where it's Pearl Harbor, I think Midway, Pearl Harbor, or, or whatever it is. Uh, well, the best one I would recommend would be uh, what a terrible, terrible name. But it's a really good movie. Torah, Torah, Torah. That pretty much covers everything. And it's like uh, 24 hours long. <laughs> and you can see our response with The Longest Day, which uh, also is about 500 hours long. But it's, they're good. They're good movies. And then you could wrap it up. But the, the trilogy can be wrapped up with the Nuremberg Trials. It's easy. There you go. It's not a problem to show the kids what happened. And in here, you could just show them how we held our cocks, our, our balls, for, for uh, when, when Bush was president. And sent the troops to Iraq, which had nothing to do with 9-11. But whatever you do, don't suggest to uh, Gen X the movie Pearl Harbor by Disney. Oh, <laughs> that was a lousy movie. That was the worst, uh, inaccurate piece of shit. Disney, man. Why would, why would, he, why would Disney... Make a movie called Pearl Harbor. There's been enough of those movies made. And uh, uh, there was a strict rule when they made that movie that nobody smoked. Nobody smoked cigarettes in the 1940s. <laughs> well, let's see how that turned out. Disney, Touchstone, and Touch This present the biggest blockbuster motion picture event ever to happen in the whole world. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, dude. That really happened. Starring Ben Affleck. Hey, hiya, Skip. Hey, Sparky. So, uh, what's the bird's eye lowdown? Just got my orders assigning me to the new Arizona. Don't say. Uh-huh. Hey, check out the gams on that dame. Hey, uh, got a fresh pack of luckies. Want one? Well, what's wrong with you? What? What did I say? Don't you get it? This is the new Hollywood, man. It's a Disney film, no less. That ain't PC. Oh. Yeah. Well, from now on, 
Nobody smoked during World War II. Okay. Mr. President. Mr. President. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt your morning jog, sir. No problem, dude. We just received word Pearl Harbor was attacked. Bummer, man. Listen, find me a word to use for not famous or something. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Cold from the pages of history. By 19-year-old interns with lots of obligatory special effects at 140 in. It's Pearl Harbor. Yeah, dude, that really happened. Oh, and by the way, it's in Hawaii. Makes you wonder if all of it's going to disappear. Like there's going to be any... The, the, the Nazis did not want uh, history taught in school. That was the first thing to go in the uh, Nazification of Germany. Uh, no history would be taught in school uh, because they, they, only the future is what they were thinking about. Uh, and, and in several books pointed that out. They didn't want the past to be learned because they wanted to repeat the past, you see. And that's what, the, the, not that DeSantis is going to do that, but that's what he's uh, uh, trying to do. And he's trying to set an example for the rest of the Republican Party to do that. And, and I guess so is uh, that gimp in Texas, you know, copycat. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. thousand people killed are now forgotten let's exploit them instead hey there's oil to be gotten going after saddam to placate osama there's no longer mention of the name bin laden but no one seems concerned all comfy and complacent believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads that iraq has some weapons of mass destruction The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind obedient cattle don't have any reservation. About unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall and have a virgin installed. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls and the Right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. The Brit Summer Show. They make our buildings tumble down. They use weird words I can't pronounce. But their holes are smoking and the Taliban's in flight. Because our bombs keep falling from the sky now. They're the evildoers. Make no mistake, they're the evildoers, and that's all I ever say. Like I told the kids at school, Afghanistan smells like your stool. And they're all jealous of the things that we all have, like showers, razor blades, and bubble baths now. They're the evildoers. Ain't no mistake, they're the evil. 
That's all I have to say. No more questions, please. Oh, and uh, God bless America. Live from Cave 2B, somewhere in Afghanistan, it's Terrorist Password. And here's your host, Alan Ben Luddin. Welcome, my terrorist sheep. Joining us this last week's champion, Abu, along with Edie Amin and Edie Gourmet. She is a woman. Eliminate her at once. That leaves Edie and Abu. Begin the game. And may Allah be with you. The terrorist password is meaningless. Edie, you will begin. Um, life, uh, death, um, human. Oh, meaningless. Good for you, Abu. On to the lightning round. Begin. Pigs, Americans. Mecca, Medina. Loggins, Messina. Low fidelity. Stereo, not stereo. Uh, infidels. Mr. Peepers. Wally Cox. No, female. Oh, Marion Lorne. Allah is pleased. Ahmed, what do we have for him? It's a plainly wrapped package, courtesy of Mercenary Catalog of Chicago, Illinois. Six, 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 six. Found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summer Show. Resistance is what you'll find when you commit genocide with the blueprint of Nazi occupation. Iraqis try to defend their homes against us instead of the Saudis that deserve retaliation. Sunni or later, the Sunni's gonna get you. The Sunni's gonna get you in the war you'll never win. You leave no child behind by sending them off to die in a war that's insane and homicidal. One symptom of genocide is that the people you fight With nothing to lose get suicidal Please Jesus wish God Our hands abuse Jesus wish God In a war we are losing Please Jesus wish God To go away, and the media labels them insurgents. No surprise, we're despised. Wash away human lives like a box of a fabric and detergent. Sooner or later, the Sunni's gonna get you. Sooner or later, the Sunni's gonna get you. Sooner or later, the Sunni's gonna get you. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen, and thanks for tuning in again. And oh, Also, I thank you so much for hitting the donate button. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, you could catch, uh, it wasn't pulled from YouTube. You could see how fat I got on the Nicole Sandler show from uh, 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 two weeks ago. I just hold up. Uh, punch my name in there and you'll see it it was actually a re- really fun show and i hope we could do that again because we're doing fun shows now no more po- very little politics I, we're just going to do goof around shows and uh so that's going to be it uh, i'll see you all very soon and until then this is mitch mcconnell saying uh, uh i i think it's hard to think see Yes. Planting electrodes deep in the brain's pleasure centers. Uh.